0: hello everyone welcome back to another episode of the Fanmade brother podcast i'm your co-host rick and i'm jerry and today is episode three i got it right this time episode three <laughs> of season two um, of our podcast mm-hmm. today is march the 26th and uh, i say the date because it is important and it's uh relating to some of the news we have some really good interesting news uh for this podcast mm-hmm. and we are continuing our fairy tales um series um it's been finally. a good while <laughs> finally yeah it's definitely been a while since we uh <laughs> since we did the fairy tale episode and uh, we were almost done with it uh, today we're going to go over one of the arcs the second to last arc the Tartaros arc mm-hmm. and then we will finish off the series with the Alvarez Empire arc the only reason we did not put them together is just because they're just way too long. So we'll, yep. you know, one at a we time. Don't no-
1: Nobody wants a six-hour podcast.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so um, if you've been waiting for the fairy tale episode, we're sorry that we have kept you waiting for this long. But we will finally finish it. Um, we also do have a new podcast, like, segment slash episode. I don't know what to call it yet. Uh, we're not going to talk about it, but we're just letting you know, like, we're going to try something new very mm-hmm. soon. Uh, in either next episode or the couple of episodes to come, I think it's a really good idea. Um, I've been planning and thinking about it, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens when that time comes. But I think it'll be very good. Mm-hmm.
1: We're just also, teasing it,
0: yeah. Just a small teaser. Um, and also, I've noticed, like listening to the podcasts. I mean, mm-hmm. I've always known this, but I always say um a lot. So I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. try That's... to not say um just so I could get better at this. But I cannot <laughs> promise that I won't say it. I'm probably going to listen to this and laugh and just hear all the ums later on in the podcast. But um, I just did it again. So it's here okay. we go. Okay. Kicking off the news. Not too much news because I did not want to um, have a long news section and not have enough time to go into the fairy tale. But very big, important news to begin. Um, many of the winter anime um are coming to an end um dr stone final episode mm-hmm. yesterday jujutsu kaisen as well today i already watched uh, it. it i was, have not seen uh, it it was such a good episode i have not seen um it. i am very sad jujutsu fridays are over until uh. it returns and who knows it might be a jujutsu wednesday or tuesday whenever it comes back but uh jujutsu is over um slime is going to end Uh, the time i got reincarnated as a slime is -hmm. going to end next week but i had just discovered that it is only the first i think what they call it the first core or i don't know how they pronounce it but the first part season two is in two parts it is going to come back for another 12 13 episodes in the summer it'll be part of the summer 2021 lineup sweet yeah so it's not that far no not that far uh, the quintessential quintuplet season two just finished this thursday as well and it was mm-hmm. so good oh, oh man such a good season i binged it in two days it was just fantastic so awesome. yeah a lot of these um re Zero also finished as well um so that season is done a lot of the animes that we had uh started uh, early january are now finishing up because it's time to make room for the spring season that is kicking off this Friday. Sorry, not Friday. This Saturday, tomorrow. Okay, that's why mm. I mentioned today's date. Tomorrow, <laughs> March the 27th, My Hero Academia Season 5 begins.
1: Oh, wow. Um, already?
0: Yep. And wow. um, I did get information. I have it here on my phone. So those of you wondering how and when you can watch the episode, well, good news, <clears throat> it will premiere tomorrow. And you'll be able to watch season five at the same time as it airs in Japan, both subbed and dubbed, streaming on services like Crunchyroll and Funimation. I know that My Hero Academia is one of Funimation's biggest shows, so Mm -hmm. that's a show that, like... It'll drive
1: sub numbers up, yeah, for sure.
0: Well, they have have the episode dubbed within a couple hours Mm -hmm. from its release, or at least a day Mm -hmm. after, so you don't have to wait, like, several weeks for a dub. Yeah. Well,
1: I meant subs, like in subscriptions, for. Oh yeah, definitely for Funimation. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's gonna increase, um, for sure. Um, Awesome. If you have not caught up, uh, there's still plenty of time, and it also gives you, you know, by the time you do catch up, you'll be a couple episodes into season five. Mm -hmm. Uh, both Funimation and Crunchyroll have all four seasons on it. If you want to watch it dubbed, Funimation is the way to go. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you want to watch it subbed, that is Crunchyroll. It is also available on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. So there's several Mm -hmm. different opportunities for you to watch the show and catch up. And if you are caught up, I'm sure you all are hyped. Um, So it's going to be a very good season. It will Mm -hmm. run for 25 episodes. And it's going to have uh, its landmark 100th episode. And I did get this information from GameSpot.com. Cool. Yeah, so it starts tomorrow, 25-episode run. So yeah, My Hero is finally returning um and some breaking news so the final act for the my hero academia manga has begun um it was a very it was a shock chapter this sunday for all the my hero readers i was in shock uh Mm -hmm. the most recent arc finished a very big arc probably the biggest in the in the in the series very good and you know it was that It's that period before the next start the next arc starts. And let me tell you, they did not reveal the title of the chapter until the last page and it says the final act. Chapter 306, the final act. And it just literally A because it was because they're basically announcing they're at the last leg of the of the series. And on top of that, what happened? I was like, What? It it is um It is very, um, wow, I just did not expect it. It It's very, um, came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, uh, you know, excited to see where they're going to go with this. It's awesome. Another piece of news. um, Yeah, okay, sorry. So I was going over the final act of My Hero is Beginning. Came as a shock to all of us. Um mm-hmm. and the rest of the four points that I'm gonna make, uh that news is also fresh off the press, uh released either yesterday or the day before. But we had mentioned earlier in the podcast that they teased a third My Hero movie. Um well we finally got news on it. It is the My Hero Academia movie um three World Heroes Mission. Uh mm-hmm. it will be releasing in Japan on August the sixth, twenty twenty one. so i can foresee a late winter release here in the united states um it looks very interesting again it looks like it's focusing on midoriya bakugo and todoroki in this movie and they have these really cool like dark looking suits um there is a teaser photo that was released kind of like the uh the movie poster Mm -hmm. i did not link it i will add it uh but they're jumping out of a helicopter so it looks pretty cool i mean it's interesting because movie two was supposed to be the was actually supposed to be the finale for the series Uh, it did not turn out that way and they said they weren't going to make any more movies and here we are with the announcement of a third movie
1: imagine that
0: yeah um so uh speaking about movies Jujutsu Kaisen was just announced that it is also going to get a movie adaptation uh, also during a winter release. That's it awesome. is going to be adapting chapter zero of uh, the series. I have no idea what it's about, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, it must it's be an awesome. origin. I wonder. I mean, do I you think, think
1: it's Gojo's origin?
0: I don't know. The person on the cover doesn't look like Gojo um, at all so it i definitely think it's an origin it's interesting that they're making a whole movie out of just one volume or and that volume just means zero.
1: that 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 origin is probably super important to the main story
0: yeah i mean they're they're literally following in demon slayer's footsteps where it's one season and then a movie to follow mm-hmm. so let's see how it goes i'm just happy that we're gonna get some more Jujutsu kaisen even though it's at the end of the year yeah um now that season one is over and i've said it multiple times in the episodes i'm going to start reading it i just cannot Mm -hmm. wait i need to know what happens Uh, and i will Mm -hmm. keep you all posted at least like you know what my thoughts are i think it's good and stuff but um so that movie was announced Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the quintessential quintuplets season three was announced as soon as season two ended and it made me so Mm -hmm. happy because i need to know what happens and um Oh, sorry. I got, a, I got a picture about something. Um. I need to know what happens. It's such a good show. And I believe a lot of fans are speculating that it will be the final season because I think there's only 14 volumes. Mm-hmm. And the end of season two finished volume 10. So there's not really much story left to
1: tell. And but the show's is, over? I mean, the manga's already over?
0: The manga did finish a while back, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the series will probably end in uh season three. It's f- it's a fantastic show. Uh those of you that don't know, it's a story about a uh a, a high school kid named uh Futaro. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually voiced by the uh voice actor that's uh does Kirito and Inosuke. Okay. And he basically uh ends up tutoring these quintuplets um and they're just really bad at school and like obviously like things get off at the wrong foot and they all hate him and it's just it's a good show it's it's very funny um it has it's a a rom-com my wife got me into rom-coms years ago when we were dating (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i i love me a a good rom-com uh movie or show and it's very good so yeah i mean it just shows how popular it was that it got the season three announcement as soon as it finished and um talking about season three announcements dr stone as well yeah. received a season three announcement season two i, I ended knew it yesterday yeah i mean the crazy thing and i mean i it's not really a spoiler but like the last episode is called dr stone prologue so that means these first two seasons were just the prologue like that's, that's crazy. crazy that's insane uh season two f- for dr stone was so good I'll admit it started off not bad, just slow. And then it just Mm -hmm. picked up real quick. And the ending was just awesome. It was so good. And um, the other one I also want to comment on that was absolutely... That's also going to end, but it was fantastic, was uh, Slime. Mm -hmm. Just got me so hooked. Was binging it like crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm so glad that there's a second half of the season coming in the summer. Because, yeah, it's just a lot happened in these... 12 episodes and i'm like what how can they leave us hanging like that but they're not it's just really good i can't wait for it's you to back. catch up to yeah. yeah i can't wait for you to catch up to all these series uh dr stone and and slime when the dubs are caught up because yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Gonna, you're gonna love them a lot
1: i can only imagine yeah I'm, I'm so far behind like i so i the only show that you've talked about right now that i am caught up on is Jujutsu. like i i have not watched mm-hmm. the last episode but i'm I've watched all the way up to the last episode. I even watched the first 15 episodes dubbed as well. Yeah. Like all the dubbed stuff out too. To, I think I've mentioned it on the last podcast. So. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that show is really good. That's my number one show right now. Um, yeah. It's. Yeah. I, can, I, I can't wait for season three for that. I can't wait for the movie or season two for that. I can't wait for the movie for that either. Cause that's going to be super awesome. And yeah. Dr. Stone. Like I, I, I saw the first two episodes of um, season two of season two of, um, uh, slime of slime. Oh, and slime, slime in English. Cause there is, there is English dubs of like, yeah. there's a couple of episodes of English dubs. So mm-hmm. I watched the first two episodes of that. And then I, 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 have not seen any of season two of Dr. Stone, yeah but, uh, I know where it's headed. Like I know what's, I know what's where it's headed. So I'm, yeah. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to watch that. I, i I think when we get to the, what we've been watching, uh, portion of the podcast i will tell you well i will say on the podcast what i'm watching because you already know what i'm watching yeah. and w- and that's i've been i've been binging that like pretty much non-stop because i've been yeah. wanting to like kind of get through the story so yeah um, yeah so i'm, I'm stoked there's a, i've got lots of homework
0: I, i'm st- i'm stoked for you to catch up you're gonna see exactly i've been texting wow like slime's so good and dr stone's mm-hmm. so good i can't wait for you to catch up and be like i know exactly what you're talking about it was, it was <laughs> so good but um yeah Especially because, uh, like,
1: because slime—it's—it's it's so whimsical and weird, and like, in su- in a good way. Like, it's it is it is a very unpredictable show, which oh, it, is—it's gotten even which is, more unpredictable. Which Crazy. is so fresh. Like, it's what makes the show so yeah. fresh because it's got such a weird premise. Like, yep, it's hard to like a lot of anime. You can kind of not a lot, but like most of the stuff that I've seen, you can almost predict what's going to happen. Like, maybe not super far in advance, but like like right before it happens you're like okay i think i know what's going to happen and then you're like yeah because the story they they usually kind of foreshadow what they're what's going to happen and you know they're they're not so like um they're not so careful with not telling you what's going to happen or or not kind of foreshadowing what's going to happen so like it's rare when there's when there's show that's just so like just, just, just so nonsensical you know like yeah it's so great i mean it's enjoyable it's a good show
0: i liked season one i wasn't crazy about it but it's i also liked it you know it wasn't bad it was pretty good very entertaining season two just literally took that and went a whole amplified it yeah amplified it went a whole different level i Mm. thought rimuru was cool and now Mm. i love rimuru he's awesome Mm -hmm. i'm so glad i have that figure of him i bought it like because it was cheap it was on sale and i'm so glad i have it it's just such a good it very good season um and yeah, I'm excited for you to catch up. I also have a, a friend of mine who is also very fairly into anime, and he keeps he'll text me like, "Hey, um, uh, what should I watch?" And and he he had watched Doctor Stone before I even met him, and um, and you know I'm just telling, I've been texting because he watches it dub, and sent me, "Hey man, Doctor Stone just finished. It was fantastic. I can't wait for you to catch up." You know, same thing. You know, it's just cool that like we get to share these experiences and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah and, I, I agree it's cool,
0: yeah, and I guess uh to finish off the new section, I didn't even mm-hmm. have it here because it literally just hit me, mm-hmm. but one of the biggest animes of all time is going to be finishing on Sunday, and that is attack on Titan. do I think yeah. it's the end? no, I don't think it's the end there's still a whole <laughs> there's still a huge part they haven't covered yet, especially the after manga? these last two episodes yeah like okay. they've been setting up for this like finale um mm. i think it's the season finale or like i'm the expecting there to, yeah i'm expecting it to be either a final season part two or a movie to finish it off but maybe attack on titan fans do not fret you're probably going to be so upset the way they end it because they're going to leave you hanging i know they are i think i know exactly where they're going to end it and you're going to be like what and you're going to be like no because <laughs> you have no idea what's going to happen but yeah. um, let me just tell you these things you will cry you are gonna have a bunch of different emotions I'm talking about just mm-hmm. everything in general even like in the manga you have so many different emotions and uh, they will finish the story I just don't know how I just don't know when but this they will finish it you're gonna be like that's not that's not a good ending like it's not the ending they're gonna f- either mm-hmm. again another second half of the season or a movie um, but yeah mm-hmm. it's ending it had a huge you know placement in the anime world from december until now mm-hmm. and um yeah so last attack on titan episode for this season this that's sunday crazy. yeah this that's, sunday that's crazy and uh i'm just gonna say it because you had mentioned it mm-hmm. and i uh, definitely uh i think that this is my opinion and but i think that overall i think when i catch up to jujutsu like the manga i'm going to like it more than demon slayer
1: that's saying a lot buddy that's saying a lot yeah. i mean i look i i really like jujutsu like that was one thing i wanted to mention and maybe we can we can do this as like a a discussion um
0: oh yeah definitely
1: but i, I think i would really like to have a, a comparison conversation between demon slayer and jujutsu because there's a lot oh, to compare yeah oh yeah, and i think the magnitude of of approval for both of them are pretty close i think demon slayer kind of shot into the into the stratosphere um because of just the timing and when it came out and oh yeah the the animation is just so beautiful and all of that stuff and now that jujutsu comes out like in the middle of the pandemic and it's so weird and like the the it's very anime in the way the story is kind of plotted and so far what we've seen and like the characters are just so nutty like but it's it's serious in times and then it's very not serious in a lot of times and the yeah. balance is just so well done like I don't know I think we can have a discussion oh, yeah. we so should we, have we can, a formal discussion can, about
0: it We can tease this discussion coming soon in an yes. episode Um I do want to say just because I think that does not mean that i think demon slayer is bad like trust me i love demon slayer but i have oh, my yeah. reasons as to why i actually think yeah. again this is kind of a hypothesis yeah. because i haven't even caught up with Jujutsu yet but and you've just you've, how you've I read feel. all of demon slayer so you know yeah, what happens exactly. at the end yeah yeah so um but yeah that's definitely a good teaser for a future discussion uh because yeah they're both very similar just in vibes in general uh they're very yeah. similar shows and uh Definitely two that can be put up against each other to talk about in a discussion. But yeah. um, that's it for the news. Um, I, I Do you want to mention what you're watching? I'm going to skip what I'm watching just so we have more time. And then again, sure. I'm just watching the same things over and over. But I know you're watching something new.
1: Yeah, well, new is relative. It's new to me, but not uh, yeah. new. Yeah. Um, it's old. It's a very old anime, actually. I've been watching Death Note because you've yeah. been telling me I should watch it and it's one of those that I've kind of always had the stigma for and I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I got to admit, I've been watching it and I kind of thought a certain thing about the show. Like, I kind of thought that that the main character, Light, and the and uh, Ryuk um, had oh, yeah, a, Ryuk. A, a specific type of relationship from the way it's depicted and, and just from, like, looking at it on the outside looking in without knowing what the story is about and it's very different than what I'm thinking you know what I mean like it's like like we're gonna have to have a real conversation about the show oh um, yeah that's because I'm i on oh, episode yeah. 33 so I still have a couple more episodes left to finish the show but there it's it's good it's a good show it is really a good show you really like I hate Light I hate him on so many different levels because he's just such a manipulative evil bastard and yeah. it's just like and he's so like he thinks so much of himself but he you know he's i don't know i can i could i can honestly talk for the rest of this podcast about about the about his character and what they're doing with the show and how there's so many like arbitrary rules that the that the author came up with like about the death note itself and how it works and there's no real reason as to why it does those why those laws are the laws but they just kind of are and so it's like okay well i mean there has to be rules because if there isn't then it would just be chaos then there's loopholes everywhere right so there has to be defined laws and the laws have to make sense and can't be easily futzed with although what's his face you know although light futzes with those laws all the time and and does all this really really just messed up stuff to get what he wants you know but like i don't i have not i mean up to see up to episode 33 i have not sympathized with him
0: oh no i i think that's what makes it such a a masterpiece is because Mm -hmm. it really gets you to think and like it's not just a show you watch like like there's so much thinking and feelings that go into this show just because of its of its nature and the content of it and i think like story-wise it's just a mass it's a masterpiece
1: the the characters are so well developed like the the characters are very very uh distinct and powerful in in who they are like like the character of l and the character of of you know of light and the characters like the even the shinigami like the yeah like it's just so you you think a certain thing when you see them you think like oh they're these powerful beings i could do whatever they want and they can they just mm. kind of don't really care like so they're so it's lazy. like yeah they, well it's because it's like why why yeah what is it like there's there's only the only thing i can get out of this is entertainment but it's so boring because it's like well if they die like who cares they could yeah. write anyone's name in that book and kill them and it's like cool I got nothing out of that, you know. It's like it's just like there's yeah. a lot to there's a lot to unpack about the show, and there's a lot to unpack about what the story's trying to say. And I, I feel like it, it of all the anime that I've watched, it's one of the first that I feel like the protagonist is the villain, and yep. the antagonists are the good guys, and yep. like it's just like the the villain kind of always has the upper hand and that's the case in some stories and in, in a bunch of stories because it's what makes the story interesting but the fact that the villain is kind of the main character and you just don't want to root for them like you don't I, I personally just don't like I, I hate him I don't like him I think he's evil on so many levels and he's just manipulating all these people around him and he just, just doesn't care and the episode that I'm on right now it's there's a little bit of weebiness in that and um yeah it's not, it's not terrible, but it's like, it's tropey, um, yeah. you know, it's tropey because of the time that it came out and, and, you know, the female characters are, you know, like, oh, they're reduced to one or two stereotypes and it kind of sucks. But other than that, like the show is, is really well made. The the characters are really good. Um, and it kind of flips the traditional like storytelling model on its head in that, it's telling you the story from the from the perspective of the of the villain and you know it just kind of depends on who you are and how you feel about what he's doing and why he's doing it but it's like i think intrinsically yeah it sounds good to just get rid of all the scum in the in the earth on the earth but there's a lot of nuance in that and just because someone is is in, indicted as a criminal doesn't mean they're actually a criminal yeah and so, like, you're just murdering people willy-nilly because they're on the news and are bad people. It's like, man. Anyway. Yeah. I I'm, mean. I, like, I need to stop talking about it because we're going to, we're already almost 30 minutes into this podcast and we have not yeah. started talking about Fairy Tale yeah. at all. But, yeah, it's good. Like, I think that's another thing we're going to have to, like, really kind of delve deep into and talk about.
0: We will. That's just a teaser. We will. Mm-hmm. We definitely will. I'm watching it as well. I'm um, barely episode three, but we will be talking about it for sure. Yeah, because it's good. Um, There's
1: a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah. Um I, I'll I'll save all the stuff for Death Note for that discussion for sure. Okay. Um okay. but yeah, let's go ahead and get started with the uh main part of our episode, uh what you might have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um and that is coming back and revisiting Fairy Tale, a series that we both love very, very much. Yes. Um where we last left off was the end of the Grand Magic Games. Um mm-hmm. Fairy Tale Which was a big arc, which was one yeah, of the biggest arcs arc. to date.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah. Um, Fairy Tale uh, basically wins. They win. They are victorious yeah. and they are the uh champions of the Grand Magic Games. Yes. So our story leaves off at that point. Yes. Um, And
1: so before we start, disclaimer, mm -hmm. it has been uh, a very, very long time since I've watched any of this and a very, very long time since we've had this conversation. So I might not be uh, the sharpest uh, at responding to it's going to take me a little bit of time to remember what's happening in the arcs. Um, The story is really good. These last two arcs were amongst my favorite. We're actually probably my favorite because of all of the stuff that's because it's finally starting to unravel the story all the questions you have some of them are answered throughout the story but really the majority of them get answered at the end of these two at these two arcs like um a lot of them get answered at the end of the tartaros arc and like the big big questions get answered at the end of obviously the um the alvaro alvaro what is it alvaro empire
0: the alvarez Amp-
1: empire. alvarez alvarez empire uh, arc yeah. so we're today we're just going to talk about tartarus the tartarus arc yes. because there's a lot it's a big it's big story so yeah uh and we, we can't we... do it justice if we wanted to do this and the final arc in the same podcast it'd be way too much so yeah there's just
0: no way we could focus on both of them so we're just exactly. going to uh work only on tartarus um but uh again uh there are spoilers for Fairy Tale that we're going to be talking about. Um, if you have not, or you currently are watching fairy Tale, I recommend um, coming back to this episode when you finish. Yes. Um, or if you just don't care, uh, then go ahead and uh, sit down and uh, enjoy the journey that uh, the Tartaros arc is. And I hope I do it justice, um, you know, mm-hmm. going over what the events happened. But here we go. So... A new dark guild called Tartaros um, is beginning to make its move. And mm-hmm. the, it consists of demons from the Book of Zareph. Uh, mm-hmm. They're called the Nine Demon Gates. The dark guild itself, Tartaros, is one of the top three alongside the Oration Cace and Grimwar Heart. Uh, if you don't remember them, Oration Says uh, and Grimoire Heart were both dark guilds that Fairytale squared off against and defeated. Oration mm-hmm. Says... Uh, I don't remember all the members' names, but it had the Poison Dragon Slayer Cobra. And then Grimoire Heart mm-hmm. was when they fought their previous, the second uh, guild master. Uh, that was the Tenro Island arc uh, where they fought him and then Acnologia showed up. So yep. those two were some of the top three dark gills along with tartaros um Mm -hmm. i think it's crazy that they're the that they're the actual demons from the book of zarif yeah that was was really cool yeah Mm because um they're not they're not like normal people they're like they're 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 demons. they're
1: like they're like almost like legendary beings, yeah exactly. and this is where like the this is where the 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 villains it's kind of like like and like like traditional anime like the anime that I think of like dragon ball and stuff like there's always like this this grading this gradual stepping up of difficulty of the enemies that Goku and the team are facing, and like fairy Tail does this very well, and that there's like all the villains and all the things that all the people they've fought in the past. Every time the new arc starts and and these new villains surface there's always a clear step up from like yeah. in difficulty and it challenges our team it challenges fairy tale like, as a guild to overcome obviously because if it wasn't a challenge it'd be boring. And so you see you see this but this is the first one where it feels like there there's a big jump from the last couple of fights they had from the end of the Grand Magic Games and and everything that they were encountering there into you know, the, the Tartaros, the demons, they're like real demons. And you see that in the very first encounter they have with them. You know what I mean? You see it's like, yeah. oh man, this is not gonna be easy. And it and it kinda lays the groundwork for the arc, you know, as a whole. Yeah. Like, I I really liked it. Like it, it was it was probably the most um when I watched it, I remember thinking like, Oh man, this is like this is gonna be rough. Like this is not gonna be easy. Like they're gonna it's oh, gonna right. take them, they're gonna have oh, to yeah you know push past their limits as uh you know as one of our favorite characters from from uh no, black, from black would clover would say yeah Yummy. um yeah you're gonna see that like they're gonna have to grow as characters to push past this to be able to beat these people you know what i mean like it's not gonna be or these demons it's not gonna be easy
0: yeah i mean i definitely thought so too like coming into this arc like um it was just very interesting because it was something like new, and I was like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to expect from this arc. Like when they introduced the Grand Magic Games, like you kind of know what to expect and stuff. But in this, yeah. even like with the, um, even when like the the what's the name of it? The um, what's the name of the island? I just said it a while ago. I forgot the name of it.
1: Oh. Uh... See, this is this is what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We might well, uh something uh Temptation Island, I don't know, I don't remember. <laughs> uh
0: Tenro Island, Tenro Island. Tenro, that was helped close. That actually helped.
1: That helped me. There
0: you um go. <laughs> like I knew what to kind of expect from it, like at least like what it was about, like you know, it's gonna be a competition and, and yeah. they were gonna get invaded, you know. Um I didn't expect the whole time skip and acologia, but for this yeah. one, for this Tartarus one, I really had no idea what to expect from it so the whole thing was just very interesting to me and uh it was just wow it was a very good arc yeah yeah um but so these guild this dark guild decides to make its move by attacking Mm -hmm. the grand magic council and um a lot of the grand magic council members are actually
1: killed yeah Um, it just wipes them out yeah yeah,
0: wipes most of them out it's brutal um and it is revealed that the strongest demon that Zerif ever created is this special demon called END. Mm-hmm. So, um that is the first time they've mentioned END, the book of END several times, yeah. but now you now you now you learn that that is the strongest demon
1: that's Yeah, that is actually a physical demon and that the book is like supposedly supposed yes. is what you need to like summon him. Yeah, and this is probably uh, the beginning of one of the like biggest freaking plot twists in the show, yeah. right? And we're not gonna we'll we'll kind of reveal because that it, that doesn't it, get revealed to the very the, very end. Yeah, it happens.
0: It actually happens at the end of this arc.
1: Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because so, the whole because the whole Alv- Alv- Alvarez Empire thing happens yeah. after that. That's right.
0: Yeah. So um, it is also revealed that Ignio natsu's okay. dragon father mm-hmm. uh had tried to destroy end mm-hmm. um and uh when they find that out gaju and wendy also see it as opportunity to maybe you know possibly learn more about uh since they discovered that about igneo said oh maybe there's more that we could learn from this about how our dragons disappeared so they see it as an opportunity to uh you know maybe get some more insight in what happened where are they mm-hmm. um as to their mysterious disappearance um mm-hmm. and it is revealed that end is not only the strongest demon but that technically end is the master of the Tartaros guild even though end is not there yet like yes. the whole point they're trying to revive end that's what they're yeah. trying to do uh, mm-hmm. But he will like once the uh what's once end is I'm just gonna say end once end yeah. is is uh revived then he, that person will be the uh guild master for this dark guild. Yes. Um, who's the interim guild master? Like his name is marred Gear. Okay. Um, I believe yeah, Mardgear. Gear. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was kind of like the the fill in le- yeah. leader of the guild um so we start to see the guild attack uh fiore Mm -hmm. um and then we have one of laxus's like most badass moments ever yes he gets in a fight with one of them called tempester he attacks a town yeah um and one of his uh magic excuse me is that um he's able to release like all these like poison particles in the air that once the people breathe in they will die and so um lax uh uh, decides you know i'm not gonna let anybody die on my watch and so what he does is since he has dragon lungs he starts like inhaling all those poison uh particles in the air so the people won't breathe them and he ends up like he doesn't save everybody because there's still a good amount of people that died but it would have been so much worse if he was not there, uh, but of course, because he does that, it puts Laxus in a really bad spot. He gets extremely sick and is pretty much like uh, in a critical condition, not knowing which way it could go. Um, but it was an awesome scene. Just watching that, I was like, man! If literally La- uh, Laxus or Laxus couldn't get any cooler, and they just go and throw this, and they're like, okay, yeah, La- Laxus is like one of the one of the coolest. Like in the whole show, he's just awesome.
1: Yes, it he is, sick. and and um, because like also the, the fact that he's like a descendant of, you know, what's his name? Um, the Makarov. original, yeah, Makarov. It's oh, it's he's he is a really cool character. Like you don't like him in the beginning because yeah, he's kind of he's kind of douchey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like really mm-hmm. full of himself. And he's got like the he's got this little group of followers, and. I don't know, just I just didn't like him. You you knew he was strong but he was hard to like and towards the end, like he, he obviously getting kicked out of the guild has made him grow as a person. You know what I mean? And he you know, now that he's back with the guild, he's different. He feels like he's more grown up, he feels like he's more responsible, he feels like a more like a character like a person who's fighting for his guild and and for the right reasons. You know what I mean? And to, so to see him like really kind of go all out because you don't really see him go all out other than the last yep. time you see him go all out is when they're fighting Precht, right?
0: That and then you also kinda see him go all out in the Grand Magic games when he's yeah. fighting Tail, in the like- That's
1: right. But that but even then that whole like that whole weird thing where it's like you don't really see him fighting, like the fighting is all a, an illusion and you only see it at the very end like of that fight you see him really go at it and he's just so much more powerful than that whole other guild (laughs) it's like not even fair so yeah yeah
0: Yeah. it was um it was just so good and uh just that scene like tons of respect towards uh, Loxus and it was just a really good scene um so fairy tale discovers they find this out And, of course, this enrages Natsu, and he declares war on Tartaros. They mess with the wrong guild, and we're going to get them. So, um, they decide the first plan of action is to split them up into teams to go and protect some of the uh, former Magic Council members uh, because they have a feeling that they are also going to get attacked, and, uh, cause obviously they're going after the Grand Magic Council members. Um, I don't have specifically like how the team split, but, um, one of the nine demon gates, uh, come crosses paths with Natsu's group. And his name is Jackal. And so that's when we see Natsu fight one of the first members of, uh, Tartaros. Um, and this, uh I'm going to put Natsu versus Jack. I put Natsu versus Jacko round one. But this fight is important because this is where you learn that the nine demon gates do not use magic. Instead, mm. they use curses. Yep. Um, so different. it's different for them. And they have, you know, it's just different because mm-hmm. they're not using magic. Um, he had a special one where he put like he had like he had like explosion curses and he puts a curse bomb on Natsu and it explodes and you think Natsu's like blown up but uh, he's really of course Natsu is Natsu he ate the curse bomb and jumps right back into the fight um, which is so awesome <laughs> I know I mean Natsu eats anything uh, I don't know how that works I mean wouldn't he technically blow up but I like, i have no idea not not to no not not to um you also learn what exactly tartarus is after um and why they're attacking the grand magic council and that is because they're after a weapon called face Mm -hmm. it is a weapon that nullifies magic across the continent um so if activated magic will be will cease to exist and the reason that the demons are after it because they use curse magic so they will not be affected by it and that's where you really get to see the difference between curses and magic mm-hmm. um and the council members are the key to uh discovering the location of face and activating it mm-hmm. so that Which is, is why, why they, they t-
1: got wiped out yeah
0: exactly yeah um through all the uh attacking and confusion uh Cobra, who was in jail, who was a uh, the poison uh, dragon slayer that was part of Oration Says, escapes. And he also releases his fellow Oration uh, Sace members, um, and they're mm-hmm. taking off. And, of course, they are cut short by Jalal mm-hmm. and Crime Sorcier, which is <laughs> Jalal's three-man <laughs> uh, guild. Guild yeah um so it becomes well, three a three-person
1: crime... guild because there's there are oh yeah, yeah sorry. In the guild.
0: so yeah three-person guild um so it is a square off between crime sorcerer and oration says mm-hmm. um so you discover that two of the uh members that are the are the seal for face are uh one of them is killed and one of them is taken well, not taking hostage, but it's kind of like working with the enemy. Mm-hmm. And you discover that the third and final seal is Jalal. Yeah. So that becomes a problem, especially yep. for a Urza who has feelings and loves Jalal. Mm-hmm. So it puts her in a tough spot. Um, and um, they kidnap... So uh, Urza and... Going back a little bit, Urza and Mira Jane were sent to a... Um, Magic Council members house to protect. Turns out he mm-hmm. is the one that's bad. Yeah. Drugs them. He's a chubby one, right? The fat one? I I think so. Yeah. And and uh and basically captures them and takes them to Tartaros. Yeah. So finding out that they were uh, you know, uh s- captured and now they're being held prisoner, Natsu's mm-hmm. infuriated and he is able to find Tartaros' headquarters. And mm-hmm. he busts in and the party yep. begins. Yeah, yeah, he goes Super Saiyan. Yep, I remember exactly. that. exactly. So this is where we start to see like everything starts to throw down. And yeah. now I have to look for the notes on my phone because now I have them on my phone. <laughs> um. So Natsu busts in because he's trying to save Urza and Mira. Mm-hmm. Um. It is there that Natsu comes across some of the other nine demon gates. And he meets a specific one named Silver. And the first thing that Natsu says is that he smells very similar to Grey. Mm-hmm. And upon saying that, Silver freezes Natsu and teleports away. Yep. So it's very interesting, especially when I saw it, I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Something's going on here. Yep. Something's happening. There's a reason. Yep. I'm already starting to see things connect. Uh, but i guess we'll see as the arc yeah. continues
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean he was a cool character i really i really liked that character mm-hmm.
1: um yeah you find out so, a lot about silver yeah
0: oh yeah I when i get to that point i'll talk about it it's 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 very interesting yeah um lizana was also captured and of mm-hmm. course because Natsu was frozen he was captured as well Hmm. um so you have Natsu and Lizana being held captured on the cube. That's what they call the uh, the base of Tartarus. It's like a floating base. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elfman, who was uh, fighting alongside Lizana before she mm-hmm. got captured, was fighting Celia, another demon gate, mm-hmm. who also has takeover magic, kind of like Mira, Jane, and them. Yep. And she basically takes control of Elfman and gives him a mission and says it is you i'm going to give you a mission um you're going to go into fairy tale and you're going to destroy it are you're going to blow it up i'm going to give you a lacrima that's going to blow up and you're going to destroy the guild if not your sister will your sister will pay lazana and of course having already lost lazana once or thinking they lost lazana once in endless um you have a very distraught, confused Elfman, yes. willing to do anything to protect his baby sister. Yeah. So, well,
1: didn't well, didn't they say that they were gonna make him kill her? No,
0: I think it was like if you don't do what we said, or maybe I just I, rem-
1: I remember him being like him really being freaked out, and then I like they, they kind of demonstrate her. like he can make her like he like they were gonna make him kill Lazana which would have okay, been the worst e- possible that's thing. even more brutal i mean yeah it was like super, more reason super bad. to
0: him to do yeah what he was planning to do yeah um but yeah i mean it just shows that like it's interesting it shows how much obviously i mean that's his sibling but like yeah he's willing to go to that length to protect her yeah uh, and betray his other family like the fairy yeah. guild um you really see like elfman just gets so distraught um probably the first time you you such a manly character like yeah uh elfman he's always proclaiming he's a man and stuff yeah. but um to deal
1: with like that that kind of that level of emotion and then to figure out like that's a hard thing to decide that's a hard thing to figure out like what do you do like what do you do in that situation you know
0: yes um yeah so you know it again like it's just the first time you see elfman really uh go against his character if you would say um because he's just so uh put in such a difficult situation yes yeah. his, his 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 sibling his blood mm-hmm. or his his you know his family fairy tale and yeah. um
1: and i think he makes the i think he makes the 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 right <clears throat> choice the fair choice and like I'm going to protect my family. And then thankfully he gets saved and they all get saved yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and by, yeah.
1: I think by someone whose power is kind of underestimated, but yeah. is quite awesome and very dynamic.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, that, that comes in a little bit. Um,
1: yeah. That's why I didn't say her name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I I forgot about this. Like, oh yeah, I remember. It was, I that's yeah. it was really. It's really epic. Like when it happens and stuff. Yeah. But, um, it was just, it was an epic scene. Um, so while all this is happening, mm-hmm. Urza is being tortured by another demon gate named Kyoka, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's brutal. Urza yeah. gets tortured bad. Yeah. And it's bringing her a lot of uh flashbacks of her um youth of her time yeah in the uh when she was a kid and she in was in the mines right yeah, yeah um i don't remember exactly where she was i think but it it's was,
1: when, was it's when she first met jalal
0: yeah and uh simon yeah and um so yeah um she's being tortured and it's brutal mm-hmm. so you think that jalal dies fighting the irashians says mhm um but then psych he doesn't die it was like an illusion or something yeah um and then he ends up beating them mm-hmm. and after he defeats him he says you know what y'all ain't that bad how about a spot in my crew uh in the crime sorcery so he offers a position for them to join except for one of them i think it was uh i remember the, the leader he was of course not for it and he was still kind of bad everybody else is just kind of like
1: i don't even know this what the one with the anymore. lipstick
0: that was there's midnight and then there's also um i forgot the name but he didn't but i think everybody else did yeah yeah um but you don't see that until the next arc like yeah them join um
1: yeah
0: so the trader councilman his name is crawford And he is one of the ones that has control over Face. Mm -hmm. They're able to basically, I don't remember how they did it specifically, but they're able to take how Jalal was like the last piece to control Face. They're able to take it away from him and Mm -hmm. uh, get control. And they end up killing Crawford. And uh, now they're able to um, take control of him. And Face becomes unsealed. The yep. bomb is ready to detonate, but it needs a manual a manual detonation, and that mm-hmm. is what Tartaros is after. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it's called face, and the bomb is like a big white like pillar, and it has a face on it. Like it's just yep. funny. Yeah, it's, um, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hold on. I can't remember Henry. Right. Um. Let's see. okay yeah so then um, Jackal and Tempester Tempester who fought Loxus he was defeated and Jackal was defeated by Natsu um, they are ended, they actually get revived and they are in new bodies mm-hmm. Minerva the daughter of Jemema, the ex-Sabertooth uh, guild Master, and the one who was like who hated Urza came out in the Grand Magic game she joined Tartaros and basically went through a evolution and became one of the demons um and uh fairy tale explodes, yep, so um part two begins there's six mm-hmm. parts or seven parts of this. I just forgot <laughs> to say when part one happens, yeah. but um, that was all just part one, yeah, um, Elfman comes in crying, uh you know. Uh, because he has to blow up the guild and uh, beginning part 2 we discover that um Kana basically caught Elfman and realized what was happening right before it happened mm-hmm. and saved everybody by turning them all into cards
1: yeah he imagined that like, like yeah you did like when that happened i remember watching it and when it happened i was like that is such a cool power like you know she has this tarot card power but you're like well It's cool, but it's also kind of like, well, she's Yu Gi Oh, like that's cool, but like who cares? But then you get to see her like the 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 range at what her at at like the range of capabilities that her power has is just so cool. Like there's so many things she can do with it, and like like the fact that she can like suck people into the cards and then just like take like so she could literally transport the entire guild into like like with her in a little box is crazy. It's just crazy
0: let's go out of town all right everyone jump into yeah. Kana's, uh pocket <laughs> let's go and then uh one person drive i don't know that's yeah we can all example, stay in the same hotel room easy yeah, i mean dumb example but i mean you know <laughs> it, it's cool it's yeah. very uh, it i just i didn't that was something i did not expect like i just yeah. didn't think oh Neither card power out. they could you know put everybody in a car i don't know i just i didn't
1: no um, i didn't think that either and i think that the way that she uses her power and the way it like it it's revealed is a really cool way to for it to be revealed. Like Yeah. The way I it was
0: executed, everything about it was just really cool. Yes, yes. So she really saves well Fairy Tale. Uh, you know, um Tartaros is thinking, yes, we finally destroyed Fairy Tale. The biggest threat is out of our way, mm-hmm. we're going to succeed. And uh all of a sudden they get a bunch of heat signatures and they realize that it is Fairy Tale, and the Fairy Tale counterattack. Begins and a full on battle is going on at this point. Fairy tale versus Tartaros. Mm -hmm. Um, So Natsu, Lizana, Mira, and Urza end up escaping, Mm -hmm. and it is their turn to fight back and show them what Fairy Tale is made of. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the bottom of the cube, on the ground level, you have the Fairy Tale Guild and all its members fighting. Basically, um, the minions of uh, Tartaros. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're engaging in battle right there. And while Natsu is basically shuffling around the the, the guild trying to figure out where to go, who to fight, mm-hmm. time stops and he is welcomed by none other than the dark wizard himself, Zareph. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zareph welcomes Natsu to the bookshelf and what does he mean by that? Well, Tartaros is basically called the bookshelf of Xerif because mm-hmm. they're all demons that he created. Yep. Uh, so they're all books that they, yep. they all come from books that Xeraph made, so they call them the bookshelf. Uh, yep. I thought that was pretty that was a pretty cool like, way yeah, to Yeah, it was a
1: cool it was a cool way to like characterize them.
0: Yeah. So um You find out that um you find that out and you also find out from Zaref that Igneal chose not to kill E&D and, mm-hmm. um, and you'll uh, you'll discover why at the end but he decided not to kill E&D um, uh, the conversation between them is cut short and uh, he disappears and Natsu continues after a little bit of confusion continues mm-hmm. uh, to on his mission and then face is activated, and at this point they have forty-one minutes until detonation. Um, Natsu ends up running uh, uh, into a nine demon gate named oh, what's his name? I I, I don't even. From Fran, Fromwald I'm no sorry, idea. my handwriting my handwriting is so bad. <laughs> but um, they begin to fight. Um, he has an interesting power. He's able to like absorb souls and use those powers of the souls he absorbs. He absorbs two of Lucy's uh, celestial spirits and is able to use their powers. So it's a very interesting curse power he has. And while the fighting goes on, the time ticks down to thirty-four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. Um... So, they are fighting uh, not too stronger than he expects. So, yep. he pushes this demon gate to a corner, and he takes out his strongest soul, which is a very, it's a huge surprise and a big, oh, what, moment. Yeah. And that is the old leader of Grimoire Heart and the second fairy, the second master of fairy tale. Pricked. Hades. Yep. Well, yeah, his name was preck but then he changed his name to Hades. Yeah. Um, so, uh prec slash Hades. Yeah. Um and of course, um, you know, Natsu is uh we've beaten you before, key you know, you can't beat us with him. And uh you know it it it, it, it it's true. I mean they're able to defeat <laughs> yep. uh Milkfroth or whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> that was a bad joke. But they're able to defeat him and um all the souls that he had absorbed are released Mm -hmm. and so when hades is released before he disappears he tells the members of fairy tale tell makarov to activate the light that's all he says um let me see so time is ticking down and now they are um at a 10 minute mark so not much time left you have um, Wendy who's kind of if you think about it I mean Wendy's one of the um, she's kind of like one of the main five Uh, she's kind Mm -hmm. of been on the sideline like you haven't really heard much about her yet Um, it is now her time and she was tasked with um, destroying face and trying to stop it from uh, exploding Yep. His name is Fran Mouth. There we go. Here it is. Um but um I I, that I put on the screen right here like uh what I was looking at to help me summarize the arc. Just yeah. so I can get the names. I feel like I need to at least know the names. <laughs> um so, <laughs> so Wendy is, is trying to, to, to be stop fair. Yeah. Wendy is trying to stop face at with ten minutes to spare. She ends up coming up against a, another member of mm-hmm. the nine demon gates. And his name is, of course, I don't understand my handwriting. Hold on. It's right here somewhere. Where is it?
1: Dr. Potato Peel.
0: Yes. (laughs) No. What's his name? What's his name? It's not Keys. It's
1: uh... Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Keith. Um... It's random.
0: His name is Frank. Okay. His name is, that's not even, what did I write? That's not even, his name is Ezel. Okay okay and um he is an extremely strong um because wendy basically gets to where face is and mm-hmm. she's right in front of it and this 90 de- this demon gate Ezel comes in and basically is trying to stop her so wendy versus Ezel. Mm-hmm. and let's just say that it is not a fair fight because uh he is completely overpowering when uh wendy she has no opportunity she's just just getting demolished yeah not strong enough um and the one thing that Ezio complains about Is that face is releasing all this ether nano Which is getting to him It's mm-hmm. radiating it off off of him Radiating off of him So uh, As a counter attack so, so Wendy doesn't let her friends down She ends up absorbing all the ether nano in the air By breathing it in Very similar to when Natsu fought Jalal And started eating the ether nano mm-hmm. And you... Lo and behold, you see Wendy enter her dragon force mode. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And she starts her counterattack. And um she's able to she's much stronger, has more control over her wind magic, and she's able to actually start to fight back against Ezel. Um and she is able to uh for a bit push him back and she thinks she's gonna win, but Ezel comes back, of course, and uh you know shows her that you're not strong enough Mm -hmm. um, until she finally gives it her all and defeats him Mm -hmm. um, and she destroys face she destroys it and she thinks that's it it's over
1: with only like a little bit of time left right yeah she
0: had like less than a minute I think yeah but unfortunately after she destroys it the timer keeps going so you have Carla and Wendy into a panic she loses all her strength and she collapses because mm-hmm. she no longer has the strength to even be awake and uh she they're they're both basically waiting for the bomb to go off yep um let me see and right before they are about to explode you have a Dornbolt who is one of a council member, not one of the actual council members, but works for the council members. He comes in and he saves Wendy and Carla. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the end. And I don't remember how, cause it doesn't really say here, but face like stops. I don't know. I like, I, I was like, how did face stop? It doesn't really say. Um, Carla was gonna um like sacrifice herself or whatever. sacrifice herself uh to stop it and there was like mm-hmm. a really sad moment where you think um
1: like she's gonna die
0: yeah i think yeah and um but she didn't because Dornbolt bolt saved them and again mm-hmm. faces stopped but i honestly can't tell you how because i have no idea I, I, it doesn't really tell remember. you here yeah um so that is the end of part two so jumping on to part three frond Moth is defeated Um And That's That's when Hades tells Natsu and Lucy and Happy Tell Makarov uh, To um What does he say Release the light Mm -hmm. Um What (laughs) Oh man my handwriting is so bad Um but i'm trying to see oh didn't Blank? the dragons
1: destroy them and stop them from going off the faces mm,
0: yeah but that happens at the end Oh, okay so then you discover that there's a lab that they have in the cube that basically and from talks about it that he laughs he's like i'm gonna come back because there's a specific lab that if any of them die, they get reincarnated or revived in that lab in a new body. So there's basically an infinite amount, like they're not going to die until you destroy that lab. Yeah. Which causes a problem for Fairy Tail because they keep getting basically almost barely beating these demon gates and then ha- having to, you know, round two against them, them fresh and Fairy Tail, like, you know, on the verge of collapsing. Um, but luckily um, Mira Jane finds the lab and destroys it which then prevents the some of the defeated nine demon gates from reviving Um, and she gets in a battle with Celia um, and defeats her um, in that fight and is able to take control of her I think or part of her like soul takeover magic um mm-hmm. then you're introduced to mard geared mard gear who is basically one of kind of like the step in fill in leader of Tartarus, the
1: interim leader yeah
0: yeah and he releases a move called alegría which turns the cube like the actual guild it's like the like the floating island into a monster, and he freezes all of fairy tale except for one member, and that one member who is not frozen is Lucy uh and if anything, that was the one member that they are very lucky that did not get frozen, yeah, yeah, um, so Lucy is all by herself, everybody is um you know. Everybody is frozen, and mm-hmm. she is in a very strong Dark Gales base. Uh, and Jackal had revived before they destroyed it, so Jackal is back. And starts fighting against Lucy, but is overpowered. And she's just getting destroyed. Um, She is using her spirits to fight but it is not enough so she opens aquarius which is the first time she opens a third uh gold key while having to open so it's like she's pushing past her limit huh in the word of yami <laughs> yep there um, it is again but uh it's too much for her and she begins to collapse it is then where aquarius realizes that there is no way that any of the spirits can even defeat uh a nine demon gate or the ac- uh there's a name for the the cube like what it turns into i have mm-hmm. it right here His name is Plu- uh plutorium or plutoria something like that uh where is it oh plutogram there you go plutogram there's basically no hope there's the the spirits can't do it and you know obviously fairy tale's frozen So, this is where it gets, it got really sad. And I was like, oh, that really sucks for Lucy. But um, Aquarius basically tells her that um, there is still one possible outcome where they could uh, come back and change the tide of the battle. Mm -hmm. And that is if she sacrifices one one of her golden keys and terminates her contract with her spirit to summon the Celestial King himself. Yep. And of course, after, this. yeah, after a long, after a long uh, debate and battle, of course, Lucy did not want to let go of Aquarius because that's probably the one spirit she had such a strong connection with. Even though Aquarius hates her, you learn yeah. well, a lot Aquarius about. Aquarius never
1: hated her. Aquarius always was kind of like mean to her. Yeah, but but always cared about her. Yeah, it was like a
0: not hate, but like it was like a like a she was always annoyed of Lucy. Yeah. And she always showed that she was annoyed, but like deep, deep down. And like you see why they have like a flashback, and so you understand why Lucy has such a connection with her and it's it's sad. So she ends up realizing there's no other way and she sacrifices Aquarius to summon the celestial king to come down and fight. Um And um let me see the king comes in and destroys Plutogrim, the monster uh, that had caused massive damage to magnolia and to um and so the the king is here to fight but unfortunately aquarius is gone uh the king comes in and starts to square up against mart gear and it turns out that he knows who mart gear is and considers him one of his like Faded enemies because they're like from the underworld and stuff the demon gates so they begin to clash it out um lucy is still facing off against jackal at this time and um begins to get water powers and it is shown that the celestial king himself excuse me gives lucy some of aquarius's power to Mm -hmm. fight against jackal and she uses it and defeats him Yep. Well, I and mean, now he's defeated he cannot be revived because the lab is gone yep king ends up defeat the celestial king ends up defeating Mard um and dispels alegria which frees fairy tale. and he petrifies Mard. so yeah big uh the hat trick beats Mard, frees fairy tale and petrifies him yep um right before he uh this he you know because he basically since lucy summoned him there was Mm -hmm. a a temporary contract that was made so she um at that point she you know he did all he could and he did all that he was supposed to and he decided to take off so and that is the end of part three now heading on to part four you have um oh sorry before part four ends you have Natsu, Gajil, Juvia, and Gray who all end up running into each other. And they run into Tempester, Silver, Torafizer, uh, and Keys who are the uh, four members of, of Tartaros. Mm-hmm. And they begin a square off against them. So part four begins. Silver takes Gray and teleports him. Yep. Um and then it's just not Gaggio, Natsu, and Juvia against uh, Tora, Tempestor, and Keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you discover that two thou- about two to three thousand face monoliths appear all across the continent.
1: Yeah, so, so all that work w- that that they took that Carla exactly. and uh, Wendy took to kill to destroy that one,
0: just to destroy that one, and now you discover there's two thousand more spread out
1: yeah that's what it was so they were able to to destroy it but they wouldn't weren't able they weren't going to be able to get out of the way for it from it exploding so they were able exactly. to basically stop it from doing its magic but it was going to detonate and they, could, they didn't have enough power to get out of there and so that's why they were like well I guess we're going to die and then yeah. what's his name came and saved them. that's what happened
0: yeah. then you have uh, a scene where Wendy cuts her hair is mm-hmm. like a statement to like, she's going to be stronger.
1: and Yep. Like she's yeah, grown up. She's not a kid yeah, anymore.
0: Yeah. So if you see at a certain point, Wendy with shorter hair, I mean, that's why,
1: mm-hmm. um, cause she wakes up.
0: You have Minerva versus Urza, um, a fight of hatred because Minerva just hates Urza. Um, and you, uh, you learn that Min- Minerva just lived such a bad, uh, had such a bad upbringing. Her father was very abusive towards her and um just a really rough life and um so that is part of her reasoning to why she hates urza so much even though urza also had a very hard upbringing um but it's upset that you know urza was able to find a a home where she was accepted and she went to you know saber tooth uh and was not able to like find a place she just felt very alone um and then unfortunately Mardgear is unpetrified and comes back into the battle and just yep. makes things worse
1: mm-hmm. but boom that.
0: out of us out of nowhere and to the surprise of the viewers sting and rogue jump into the battle save minerva um because they want to bring her back to Sabretooth where she belongs because they care about her and they miss her and uh they're there to protect her which is cool um so two more dragon slayers enter the battle you have natsu the fire dragon gaja mm-hmm. the shadow wendy the wind sting the oh, says... no 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 sting is the light no he's the holy one light and, and the... dark shadow yeah he's the holy one and then rogue is the shadow shadow one. yeah yeah and so they jump into the battle um So they start to fight off against Marred Gear. Um, It then switches over to the battle between Silver and Grey. And it is revealed to many, not even a surprise, because you could probably already tell by this point, but Silver is Grey's father. Yep. But you discover that it's not just so simple.
1: Yep.
0: Silver is actually possessed by Deliora, who was the demon that Gray's master or sacrificed herself to seal away using mm-hmm. ice shell? Um, so uh, it upsets him even more that the demon that his master sacrificed himself or sorry herself to defeat is back and now is in in possession of his father's body. So of course grace just not in a good mood. Um and silver is a ice devil slayer so he's a basically like instead of a a dragon slayer he's a a demon slayer a -hmm. a, a demon slayer yeah (laughs) well yeah devil slayer he
1: is a demon slayer
0: yeah he has a a ice demon slayer magic um so they begin to fight but the problem is is that silver also has ice magic so all of gray's ice magic has absolutely no effect on him and he struggles and he struggles and he struggles because most of his moves just don't affect him. Yep. So Gray runs into Gray is pushed into a corner, is overpowered, and he decides my last thing, my last trump card, is to use Ice Shell, which he is going to sacrifice his life like his master ordered mm-hmm. to um, imprison him, to imprison Delior again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think he's gonna do it? Or he gets attacked, and you think he gets killed, but it was a clone. And then there's another one of him, and he's trying to seal it away, and that one gets attacked, and it's a clone. And then he's able to defeat um, Silver. I don't know how. I think he hits him with like a really big ice make, which doesn't make sense because it's ice, but he hits him with like a, a big ball and chain and like does a bunch of damage to him. Mm-hmm. And basically, he was saying Psych. He was just pretending to use Ice Shell because... To kind of like throw him off, but he's like, I would never do that because then my my fellow guild members will never stop crying after I, you know, sacrifice myself. Um, and then you find out something even more crazy. That Deliora was just a lie, but Gray knew all along because he, when he knocked him out, he told him like, "Cut the act. I know you're not Deliora. I know. I know you're just messing with me. Like, what? What's really going on here?" So Delior was actually a lie and that Silver did die 17 years ago. Yep. Um but was revived by one of the Demon Gates named Keys using his necromancy and has been alive ever since. Originally, uh Silver learned Ice Demon Slayer magic to take out Tartaros and destroy them mm-hmm. for what he did, what they did to him um but then he discovers That his son Who he thought was dead Was actually alive And so instead of Making things worse And putting his son at risk He, he just, just goes decides along with it. He just goes along with it He has another way He has another option uh, So he is basically Cornered into uh, You know Being a part of Tartaros uh, Hold on What does he say? Um. So then, Juvia is fighting off against Keys, um, while this fight is happening, because, um, Silver was uh brought back to life by Keys. He is kind of like the he's uh, He's kind of like that life force link. So if Keys dies, so does Silver, and yep. Silver wants Gray to, to end him, but Gray doesn't want to. He doesn't have the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. uh but Juvia is able to fight Keys and defeats him by like because bas- he's kind of like a a hollow puppet fills yeah. him up with water and basically he's like, like explodes undead him. yeah 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 she like fills up him up with water and just like pops him like a balloon and she feels bad because you know because of that Grey lost his father yeah. um but uh you know he's happy about it um hold on I need to open up the other document I had with the notes. Okay. So he is um sad but uh he's happy that he's able to finally, you know, rest in peace. Silver ends up giving his power to Gray. So now Gray has evolved yep. into a ice demon uh slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and he learns something from his dad. Yep. His dad tells him that END is a fire demon. And he swears to take down Tartarus on behalf of his father and kill E.N.D. And that is the end of part four. And now we go into part five and then the final part. Yep. <clears throat> part five is pretty much the end and the final part's like the aftermath.
1: Yeah, the, the uh, what's it called? Ep- epilogue.
0: The epilogue, yeah. So, Natsu and Gajiel versus Tora Fuzar and Tempester. Yep. Um, The fight gets intense and Natsu ends up getting knocked out and uh Gajil ends up like they fill up the room with water and Gajil ends up like almost drowning and of mm-hmm. course uh, levy comes in out of nowhere and basically mm-hmm. save him she gives him like mouth to mouth and she transfers air to him which that technically doesn't even happen because if you breathe out <laughs> air it's carbon what is it dioxide
1: carbon dioxide yeah
0: yeah so she didn't even, i don't know what well, i mean it's a it's a it's a anime it's so anime, i can't dude. put too it's much like, yeah i can't put too yeah, much also, logic into it but yeah
1: also G- Gagio is made of steel come on
0: <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> um but that's the first i mean you've always felt like there's something between Le- uh levy and Gagio and this is like yeah. the first time they have a moment yeah um they're like gonna die because they're not enough air and then Gagio's like hey you know you can because she has solid script magic where she can yeah you can make more air she's like that's true so she makes like an air bubble gosh mm-hmm. she gets catches his breath and because of like i think uh the carbon in the water because tempester of course it's tempester the one that fought uh loxus he's able to turn into a steel dragon slayer and he goes and he punches torah fuzar and knocks him out and is it and the water's gone yep. um so he basically saved natsu too because natsu was knocked out um, because he took a lot of the poison that tempester had um
1: and if anyone's ever played pokemon you know that steel pokemon types are unaffected by poison types
0: i forgot about that <laughs> wow, i forgot about that that's true
1: that's true yes that that is actually that is a reason
0: why uh Gaju was not affected by tempester yep. because yeah um gray jumps in n- easily defeats tempester with his ice demon slayer magic mm-hmm. And then you have Urza versus Kyoka and Mira versus Celia for the last battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, lo and behold, everything changes with the appearance of Mr. Acnologia himself. Yep. The legendary dragon.
1: The demon dog, Acnologia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So it throws everything off. And everybody's yep. like, uh-oh, why is he here? Well, as soon as Acnologia shows up, you begin to hear not to begin to hear Igneo's voice in his head, he's like, What's going on? Why do you hear Igneo? Well, guess what? After all these episodes, you learn that the dragons, the entire time, yeah, were hidden inside of the dragon slayers, yep, to and protect is, them
1: from turning ex- into dragons,
0: exactly. Because Logia was a damage, uh, a what, I, what was I gonna say? Demon, a dragon slayer. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say demon, and the diamond came out. Was a dragon the, slayer.
1: W- that's when the story behind Actinologia is, is finally revealed, and and that he was once a dragon slayer, uh, and became. well um, oh, it tells the story of of the the relationship between humans and dragons, and how they were really cooperative until yeah. some bad dragons started showing up and killing humans, and so the dragons actually taught humans how to kill dragons. Yep. And so that's, who the, that's where the first dragon slayers came from to protect themselves um, just in case they couldn't be around to help them, to protect them. And so the dragon slayers were born and then there was one dragon slayer, Achnologia, who basically was so powerful that he was able to kill, he killed so many dragons that he basically became a dragon himself exactly and that was the fear and that's the reason why Igneal and and um, and um, all the other dragons went and went inside of the dragon slayers that they were teaching was to protect them from becoming dragons themselves
0: yep Um, and and they let them know that they tell them that um, and that's probably big
1: that's probably big reveal number one like of like like yeah towards the ending towards the end there's a series of big reveals, like like you know Gray's dad and all that stuff. But I think um, this one is like because they're this is like the first quest. Like they're like trying to find their dragons and they can't find them and they're not sure what happened. And it turns out they've been within the whole time. <laughs> yep, they've literally been inside of them the entire time. Yep. So the
0: dragons emerge and do battle with Achnologia. Um and he he tells Natsu, "You're in a guild, so I'm gonna give you a job." My job to you is to steal the book of Ian en- find the book of E and D, steal it, and then I'll tell you everything. Because of course, Natsu's like, "What? Tell me everything. What? You know what's going on?" Da-da. Yeah. Where you been? Where have yeah. you been? So Natsu is determined now. I will get that book to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Um. So Natsu ends up running into Mard, and he starts to face off against him. And um kyoka and what i put Kiyoka edges with face but i don't know what that means i i think that i i'm gonna say i think Kiyoka ends up dying at this point um which is like sets off the face again and they're gonna explode um so yeah urza with the help of minerva beats Kiyoka, but the timer still goes off and face activates yes so yep. minerva ends up Stop fighting. She stops fighting Urza. They team up and they beat Kyoka. Um, Sting and Rogue join in the fight to help Natsu fight uh, Mard Gear because mm-hmm. he's just way too strong. Literally, like, it's a, not a fair fight. is no. uh, just getting slapped all over the place. Yep. Um, and Makarov, with his ace up his sleeve,
1: mm-hmm.
0: comes out with the Lumen Histor, which is. The body of the first fairy tale guildmaster, Mavis, mm-hmm. frozen in a crystal. Uh, that's, that,
1: fairy- that's that secret weapon that that uh-huh. Markarov and all the former guild of of fairy tale have been hiding. Yep. F- since the beginning, and you finally you get little little like bits of information about it, and you hear about the Luminous War a couple of different times. Uh, more. As we approach like this story arc, and then it all kind of unravels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, then he makes it a point to he shows it to Fairy Tale, um, but he talks to Dornbolt, the worker of the Magic Council, who has the ability to alter memories of himself and people. Mm -hmm. And he tells him, he says, "I need." He's like, "Once I use this, I need you to go and erase the memories, including of yourself." of um of this they cannot know about it and he says okay and then you find out something that's crazy yeah it turns out that Dornbolt always is been actually a, <laughs> a fairy tale member himself
1: and he's always and that, been he was just yeah, undercover he's, always,
0: he's been a yeah always been a fairy tale member and uh Makarov basically gave him a secret mission to erase his memories that he was a fairy tale member uh go into the um the magic council and be like their their mole and get information from but of course he didn't he forgot because he erased his memory so he Mm -hmm. didn't know until everything clicked back so you're like oh that's crazy like no wonder he always had like an affinity towards fairy tale and like always trying to help him out and stuff even though he also didn't like him because they are a bunch of troublemakers yeah but um that is the ace up the sleeve and that is what hades or Prekt, was telling Makarov to activate, to release the light. Yep. Mard wants to bring an end... Sorry, so Mard's goal is to revive End
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to return... Uh, and he wants to return to Zarif. Um. And they are fighting, and they're struggling with him, and Gray jumps in to save the day, and he actually starts doing some good damage to Mard, because, again, mm-hmm. Ice Demon Slayer magic. Yep. Then... A uh, unknown fighter comes in and it is Jemema, the ex leader of uh Sabretooth. He gets oh, yeah. like special powers from Mard Gear to fight for him and he is basically up against Sting and Rogue. So Sting and Rogue against Jemema, Natsu and Gray versus Mard, and they're mm-hmm. fighting because Jemema thinks that and road make saber weak and that they're not good le- uh, leaders and they're trying to prove them wrong and stuff so you have that two-way battle going on mm-hmm. i think dis- is a
1: is a he's a he's a butthole but i think his like his actual character like the way he looks is really cool and menacing
0: oh yeah his character design yeah, yeah.
1: like the character design was really well really well done like he looks really really mean and scary you know yeah
0: um he does he has a really good character design yeah yeah. and you also discover that jemima captured was the one who captured minerva and basically said you're gonna turn her into a, a demon so it's because of him that she was transformed into a demon which is like man like you find out already that she had such a hard upbringing and then for her own father to go and do that that's just yeah that's sad yeah um but luckily, Sting and Rogue are able to overpower him, and they defeat him. Um, and in turn, like, symbolizes that Minerva is free from her father, and she can be who she wants to be. Yep. Um, you also learn, during uh, the fight between Natsu, Grey, and Mard Gear, that E.N.D. created curses. And he created these curses out of foul emotions. Um... And then at one point, you think Mard Gear uses a move that actually like erases Natsu and Grey from Existence. And you're like, oh no, that's it, they're gone. But uh, nope, another psych moment. Uh, they are not erased. And they basically hop in and finish the fight and end up destroying um, Mard Gear. Um, the other dragons, um, Porliuska and Metallicana... And the other two dragons that belong to Sting and Rogue, who were thought to be dead, are flying around. And they, like Jerry had mentioned earlier, they destroy all the rest of the face bombs. So they basically save the day, um, you know, from the continent losing magic and from all these bombs going off. I will say throughout this whole thing, Igneo is fighting against... um, Igneo is fighting against Agnodogia, yeah. So um like we had mentioned earlier, one of the reasons Igneo tells Natsu, one of the reasons that he hid was um because he did not want not want Natsu to turn into um a dragon. Mm-hmm. Um and then Zarif himself appears with the book of mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Um and Zeref basically says that he wants to settle things with Natsu, which you kind of like what? Like why why is Zeref so obsessed with Natsu? Like what's yeah. going on? You have no idea. And you will find out in a minute. Um and the second reason that the dragons hid inside their slayers was because they were going to wait for the right time to come back out and fight Agnologia and hopefully finish him because yeah they're the only ones that could fight against him
1: yeah he's too powerful
0: yeah so Ignil is very strong himself and he fights against agnologia he basically like rips off one of agnologia's arms but in that fight he basically agnologia cuts Ignil in half pretty much and Mm -hmm. like kills him yep so igniel is dying and Logia escapes because Zeref says, I'm going to settle things with you soon, Natsu, soon, and goes away. And he just basically shut up to tell him a message. And Igneo um, is dying. And the other dragons, uh, you find out that Sting and Rogue's dragons were not dead. And they actually manipulated their slayers to think they were dead. So they had mm-hmm. no idea that, like, so they wouldn't know that they were dead. Yeah, because they I'm were sorry, afraid
1: that if they if they allowed them to kill if if they let the slayers kill them that it would corrupt them. Yeah. And so they, they just made them think that they were killed. That they killed yeah. them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I messed up what I said. Yeah. So they made them think that they were killed. Um yeah. and that all the dragons, including Porliuska and Metallicana, Wendy and Gagio's dragon. Yeah. That acne Akhen- <clears throat> Acnologia took like half their soul. So they're only half a soul. They only had half a soul left. Yeah. And basically like once they left their, uh, there was a matter of time it. before they, yeah. Once they, they left they had their only lodgings, had a fixed amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Once they left their lodgings inside this layers, like Jerry said, they had a fixed amount of time and they used it to help save the day. So then yeah. they also were beginning to fade away. So Natsu had a very sad goodbye to Igneo and Igneo mm-hmm. says, thank you so much for, you know, uh, Restoring my, my faith life. in human, yeah, because yeah,
1: basically right. what happened is Eigneal exactly. in the story before before this this kind of concludes, um, the dragons feel betrayed. They get they're basically betrayed by the humans that they trained, not the not the kids, not the the not Natsu and all them that you know, but the the people before them, and they started going crazy and killing dragons left and right. And so before you know before they took took Natsu and and Gagio and all them, and away when they were little to train them, um, Igneel felt, like, betrayed by humans in general. You know what I mean? He, he had always been a, a good, like, a friend of the humans, and then and I forget what the name of the human was that that betrayed. I don't think it was Echnologia, but it was another one, and always felt betrayed by them, and that's why, like, he had always had his doubts e- ever since then, and it wasn't until, like, He spent time inside uh, Natsu that he realized that, you know, maybe humans weren't so bad after all.
0: Yeah. And um, so you have all the dragons basically having a very sad goodbye with their children, basically, and they all fade away. And that is the end of the Tartarus, the war with Tartarus. Everybody has been defeated. They stopped face, and the dragons have disappeared, and that is the conclusion of part five. Uh, the final part is the epilogue. Um, mm-hmm. So weeks later pass by, fairy tale is completely destroyed, and things are very slowly tr- trying to get back to normal. Yeah, uh, it's not until this point where you—I d- mentioned it earlier—but in this point is when you discover uh, they didn't use the lumen histor. And that will come in, that will play a huge role in the next arc, the Alvers Empire. Yeah. Uh, but because the fairy tale members discovered it, they saw it, he asks Dornbolt to erase the memories. And that's when yeah. he tells him, You're also a fairy tale member.
1: Yeah. That's when it all gets unraveled. Yeah. And then he mm-hmm. like he does a thing, and then you could see the tattoo of the fairy tale symbol on his arm.
0: Yep. And um, Makarov makes a huge announcement. And that is that he is disbanding Fairy Tail. Yep. And so Fairy Tail disbands, and Natsu, feeling that he needs to get stronger, takes off with Happy to go train for a year. Mm-hmm. And like Goku. Fairy tale, Yeah. In the time and, chamber. Exactly, and <laughs> and Fairy Tail is disbanded, um, and Guild Arts and Natsu end up running into each other uh, during the. Uh, training period and they they talk and you get to see not to get mm-hmm. a little bit stronger already um and then there's a time skip a year time skip but mm-hmm. right before the time skip something very insane happens and it is a scene of zerif and he's he's basically saying uh that uh natsu needs to get stronger and surpass him because he's the only one that could Take him out, yeah. and that is he reveals that E N D is actually ethereus Natsu Dragneel.
1: Yep. So this whole time, and I think this was the biggest, yeah, the biggest like holy crap moment for me was when that gets unravelled. I remember texting yep. Ricky that I was like, what? Yeah, it
0: was so cool. So the famous, infamous, strongest, yeah, the fire fire demon E N D is actually Natsu yeah so um
1: and
0: and then the the last
1: in then in the last arc you it it goes into detail about who he is and how all of this happened yeah and so we'll Um, probably talk about that later because as you can tell
0: (laughs) yeah i mean this is this was long enough imagine if we jumped into uh yeah alvarez No, i think alvarez is just as long or a little bit longer so um uh but that concludes the Tartarus arc. And I just want to say something um, about it because it is at this point where they literally abruptly end the anime. They just end it and that's it. The last arc, the Alvarez Empire arc, there was no word if they were going to adapt it um, into into the anime. anime. It came out in its entirety in the manga and that's how I got it. I had to read it to finish it off because, again, I had no idea. They literally just... Finish it cold turkey and that was it ah let, we're done and so everybody thought that's it we're not gonna get to see the alvarez empire arc um animated so for about the enemy yeah it was like a, a good while before they finally announced that the alvarez empire arc was going to get animated and finish off fairy tales so it already happened it's already been like a year or two since that's happened um yeah but yeah that was it was very uh important that like i mentioned that because when we were um, when I was watching it, that's when they never na- announced it. So it just ended like that and I was like, What? Uh, what? Man, I mean, would it would have just been so a, terrible. Yeah. Um I mean
1: thankfully you you were able to read the manga to find out what yeah. the heck happened, but it's not the same as watching the anime.
0: Yeah. And I had started watching the anime once it was coming out, but I've only seen half of it, so I need to finish it at half. But it's good. Um,
1: I've seen all of it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean I had seen half of it and it's it's super good but so yeah yes that is our uh version of or that is our rundown of the <laughs> uh tartarus arc i hope it was not i hope it was good yeah and i uh, hope you enjoyed it
1: um, it was very brief ve- yeah very brief. <laughs> compared um, to the I actual did. thing it was quite brief oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's
0: tons of, it's like A lot of episodes. Um, Yeah, it's like
1: sixty something episodes or something, right? Yeah, it's or like forty episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot of material, but a lot of really cool stuff happens that I can't say. I have to say, like these last two arcs are probably the most like action packed and the most like like jaw dropping stuff happens because it's where the story, I think I mentioned this earlier, but it's like where the story finally starts to get really unraveled. Like those questions that you had from the very beginning are finally starting to get answered and you're starting to be able to say, okay, well now I understand why this is all happening. It's like, they did a good job and I'm glad that the final season came out before I started watching it so that I was able to finish the whole thing. I I was lucky, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a very good arc. Probably one of the best in the entire yeah, series.
1: For sure.
0: And um, I mean, just so much happens in this arc. Uh, and it sets up for the next arc, which is the final closing arc of the show. The album and, uh, arc. Yeah. Um, it will be coming soon. Um, yes. It takes me a while. Believe it or not, it takes me a while to go through these. <laughs> So I, I, we originally were planning to do both Alvarez and Tartaros, but took yeah. me forever favor to see a Tartaros done. Um, but because we also have some other good episodes, like the Jujutsu Demon Slayer. And, yeah. other and we want to talk that about that Death Note. On. And there's a bunch of stuff we want to talk yeah. about. Because so my memory
1: it, isn't great. And so we, we've got to talk about this stuff while I can still remember what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we will talk about it very soon. Um, yes. We will finish Fairy Tale off Finally. And uh, we'll put a close to that chapter in the podcast. But um, yes, uh, I guess to close off the podcast, are you playing any games currently?
1: You know me; I'm always playing video games. Um, mm-hmm. And to to uh, everyone's delight, because I'm sure everybody follows it, you know, follows what I play very closely. I'm not playing Valheim anymore. I kind of I've kind of fallen off of Valheim because I just cut. I I, uh, I feel like uh, I've gotten to a point where I'm kind of getting bored by it. Um, so I started, I, I kind of been bouncing between a couple of games. I started playing Doom Eternal on the PC, which, because um, it's on the Xbox Game Pass and I have that. And so I was like, yeah, I want to try it out. You know what I mean? Like my Game Pass expires on the 31st. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll play it before I, you know, cancel it or whatever. And so I, I started playing that. And I really like it. It's actually – I had heard that it was really difficult and all this stuff, and it probably is if you play it on, like, any of the other difficulties rather than, like, you know, the easy one, which is the one I played on because I'm not that good at Doom, but I really like it. Like, it's a lot of fun, and it looks really, really pretty on the PC. And so that, I've been playing that and a little bit of – um of of an indie game on on um steam called dyson sphere program and it's very much the type of game that i enjoy playing the the what's it called the survival crafting type game but this is this is maybe not survival but like you're like a uh, uh like a a person or like yeah you're like a a person who's been uh contracted to um basically colonize a, a new star a new star system and so you you start off on this little ship and you fly to a planet and then you you land on the planet and you you like you your little ship lands and then comes apart and there's a little mech inside and your mech is what's used to like build stuff and it's like in the end you're, you're trying to build a dyson sphere which is like a, a it's like a thing that you use to harness the the uh, perpetual you it's basically like an energy generator that that's Powered by a planet, right? Um, And you use that to power your main base, wherever that is. And that's what the main goal of the game is. But it's obviously like a very long thing. I only played like a couple hours of it, and I'm really liking that too. So I'm playing Doom Eternal. I'm playing a little bit of Dyson Sphere Program. And also a little bit of uh, Dragon Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is also really fun. So a couple of games. I was going to
0: ask, are you going to get the new Monster Hunter?
1: No. Um, because I heard it's coming out on PC, and so I'm probably gonna wait for that because it'll probably look a lot better on PC. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, And also, like, so there's a couple of things. I I'm a I'm an old school Monster Hunter player, so there's a little bit of a difference between the older Monster Hunter games and like Monster Hunter World, which I think is the best thing to happen to Monster Hunter for everyone's sake. Because old school Monster Hunter was very grindy in a lot of ways that weren't necessarily great, and monster hunter rise is kind of like going back to that a little bit it's not monster hunter world where they where they streamlined a lot of stuff they did streamline some stuff in this new game but it's kind of going back to the old graphics and a little bit of the old way you play the game like they got rid of some things like cooking and they got rid of some things that you had to do in the old games that some people kind of didn't like but it's still not um, like if you were were a big fan of monster hunter world, but you never played any other monster hunters, you probably won't like this one because it's a little bit too much like the older games. Um, But it's, it's good. It's a, it's a good, good. um, It's a really, it's a good game, but I, I kind of, I'm going to kind of pass until also I put like 500 hours into monster hunter world. So that's crazy. I think I played way too much. I mean, I my dude was like maxed out because I was playing with friends and we were like going and fighting Fatalis and all of that stuff. Like, we we've played the crap out of that game. So that's probably also why I've kind of just meh. and they, they this is the first game where they introduced because you you've heard of the palicos, the little cats that kind of help oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, now there's they're they're Palamuts, where there's dogs that also help you. So you can oh, that's you have. Cool. You have dogs and cats, which is cool. And, and they're like, they're called Palamutes. And they're also like, um, you can get armor for them and they help you fight and you can ride them and stuff. It's like really cool. So yeah. that's cool. And I hope they integrate that stuff into Monster Hunter World 2, which I know they're working on. Um, but uh, yeah, so... I'm kind of going to hold off on that one, but I have heard of it, and if you have not played any Monster Hunter games, you might want to give it a try. Like you know, as as a as a big Monster Hunter fan, it's an acquired taste, but it is really a great game, and it is it's it's one of the most popular games in Japan for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you playing, if anything, Ricky? (laughs) Nothing,
0: absolutely nothing. (laughs) I just haven't. I just haven't. Uh, it's fair i mean there's only so many like things you can do another... yeah
1: i i, I hear you
0: but yeah so unfortunately for this section i have nothing to contribute but um i don't know maybe soon i'll play something uh i was able to pre-order the uh the uh hylian shield and sword joy Cons, so i have that that's cool that's not till the summer when skyward sword comes out but um yeah, yeah no i have not really uh i have not done anything i haven't played anything so yeah Fair. but um yeah this was a uh very how long was this episode this episode was It was about an hour and 40 oh. minutes
1: it's pretty good yeah
0: it's not bad it's not bad not the longest uh, but a
1: good 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 length
0: yeah i mean pretty much i thought it was gonna be a little bit longer but i also thought mm-hmm. it was i don't know i think it was a good spot but yeah. um yeah um so that is it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope we did justice to, uh, one of the last arcs of fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we want to hear from you. Um, we are just waiting for some interaction with our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to, uh, talk to us about anything, uh, anime, manga, want to give us some, uh, uh, recommendations, recommendations. Yeah. Uh, please, uh, Feel free to contact us via the voicemail at uh anchor forward slash Fantame Bros podcast forward slash message or shoot mm-hmm. us an email at the Fantime brothers sorry Fantame Bros podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. Uh we're just here waiting. Uh we want to hear from you. Uh we'd love yeah. to interact with you all. And uh yeah, our inboxes are open.
1: Indeed and
0: yeah and uh uh, again we will keep um I will keep my eyes open for any new news that uh, comes up we have some good discussions coming on the way within the next couple of episodes and Mm -hmm. also the conclusion of the Fairy Tale series and uh yeah I mean I'll be watching My Hero Academia season 5 starting tomorrow and uh I hope you all will be as well we'll report Uh, on it I'll watch the first
1: episode too and we'll talk about it
0: we'll definitely report on it but um yeah that's it for today's episode we hope you enjoyed it we hope you have an absolutely great rest of the day and the rest of the week a great rest of the week as well Mm -hmm. and we will catch you in the next episode thank you so much i'm
1: your co-host rick and i'm jerry and remember folks keep calm and anime on